Hello, Commanders. Commander Plater here, and you are listening to the Loose Screws podcast. Check out my Beat Saber scores. They're probably better than yours. Hey, guys. It is July 9th, 2020, and I think maybe I need to not do the Hey Guys anymore, but however, Trax has convinced me that it's a cool way to do it. So, um... Anyway, it makes this us is, feel safe. It does. It does. It's, it's our safe space. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's deeply welcoming. <laughs> if, it's if Pavlovian. If, if your safe word is "Hey guys," that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> we are starting out right. <laughs> this is loose screws. In case you guys haven't noticed, I am Ty Worsham. <laughs> I'm not even going to do cool introductions this week. I got Chig and Tracks with me. I got NL hate with me because um, we've already screwed it up with the whole thing. There's a poop gif that's playing over here. I can't get it to stop pooping. <laughs> Nate, Nate's dog is howling, I guess. <laughs> I got to stop looking at it. <laughs> My daughter just came in and saw it and said, that's me. I don't know if she's talking about the girl in the gif or the dog. <laughs> I know I so, had to share it in general just because. <laughs> so 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 with us tonight is a special guest who I'm completely ruining the introduction of is Grover Kiwi. Um Grover Kiwi has been with us for quite a while now. He's been one of our coolest members of the group. And he has started oh, he is actually from New Zealand, which apparently is now a whole separate continent which is very strange to me, but whatever. Um, anyway, uh, Zealandia is what it's called. But anyway, uh, he's here to talk about the Matariki Tiki Tour, which is an expedition that it starts on the 12th, doesn't it? Yeah, Monday, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. Is it Monday? I thought it was Sunday. Shit. Well, it's Monday for me. No, I think. it's Sunday. We're in the same country I'm in. It's Sunday. I'm looking at the calendar, bro. Grover's from the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I just. Oh, okay. So I, 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 I wanted to be from the future. I pretended to be for a moment there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm back, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, tell us about how this whole thing came about and what we're doing in it and why it's so freaking cool. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for having me on. By the way. Um, yeah, so Matariki is the constellation of stars in New Zealand that we know as the Pleiades or Subaru if you're Japanese or Makahiki if you're Hawaiian. And it's traditionally been for Maori people, the indigenous people of New Zealand, the the heralding of the new year. So we're in winter at the moment and uh, it's freezing. Uh, but it would be when these stars appeared in the sky, and in this case, they're appearing about the 13th of this month, um, they would kind of give, depending on how they appeared, and um, they would give some pointers into how the year was going, when to plant crops, what kind of crops to plant, and, and all kinds of things like that. So winter was a real time of just um, almost hibernating, gathering together, eating the food that had been stored, and so uh, Matariki was a way for us to uh, reset, look at the new year forward, 
um, be thankful for all the things that we have. And, um, and so, yeah, it's become uh, more and more of a celebration in New Zealand over the last 10 years or so as we've kind of embraced the Indigenous um, knowledge that's been evident in our country. Like Māori have been here for over a thousand years, uh, but it was one of the last populations to be, or places to be, uh, discovered in the Pacific Islands. So we're kind of a new country as well. Um, but yeah, so Matariki itself means the eyes of God. Uh, in this case, it refers back to uh, the god Tafiri Matia, who's the god of the winds. And the short story is uh, based on the creation story of Māori people, which is our earth mother and sky father were locked in an embrace and their children were in, uh, trapped between them in darkness and the children fought because some of them wanted to separate the parents so they could see the light. And Tafiri Matia, the god of the winds, didn't want to separate the parents. And so when the parents were finally separated, he went up with the Sky Father and uh, he was, I guess, so distraught, he tore out his eyes and threw them into the skies and they became all the stars. Ouch. So, uh, and... That's why he became the god of the winds, because he would um, send winds around so he could navigate, because he didn't have eyes anymore. So it's kind of cool stories behind it, and so there's a lot that we celebrate uh, in that sense from uh, from an Indigenous perspective, but it's just a way to also recognise, I guess, the fact that um, we have a huge body of science behind us as people, and so for me to be able to share that within the game and share just some of those little stories or some of those little bits of information with people, I think is a cool way for me to celebrate in a different way. And I was talking to someone the other day and I was saying, well, who knows in a thousand years, maybe that's the way we're going to celebrate Matariki in the future is that we'll actually get in our ships and they'll um, jump the stars and actually end up out there. And so that's what it's about. It's a mini expedition. So, it should only take a night for most people, but you can take longer if you want. Uh, and just go out and visit the nine stars of Matariki. Uh, go and see some of the other sites uh, if you want. Uh, do some roads to riches to get some money if you're there and then end up in Seoul and uh, hopefully above Earth and take a screenshot um, of yourself and share that with us. And, yeah. And that's that's really cool. One of the things that um, one of the things I've always like I'm a big DS9 fan, and the things I've always loved about DS9 is how they were able to take spirit spirituality and science and kind of mesh them together. And that's one of the things I've always liked about the original Star Wars too, where it kind of how hey, this is science and this is spirituality, and you mush them together. So we don't really know how the Force works; it just works. It's not midi chlorians or other shit like that. Calm down, Jay. <laughs> Calm down, Jay. <laughs> but it's 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 you know, I like the meshing of science and technology like that, and this that's what this that's what this expedition kind of feels like. And well, it's a, it's a. Um, it, it's where we come from, like as as human beings, right? It's it's uh, interpreting signs that you can understand hundreds and thousands of years ago, like when stars come out to infer things about what you're going to do to to grow your crops and to survive in the world. And uh, yeah, 
It's pretty neat. I think so. Uh, I'm I'm very. I mean, number one, I, I always think it's cool when people put together uh, expeditions. And number two, I, I really like unique idea expeditions because uh, everybody's like, "Oh, we're going to Saguay," and I know I'm kind of talking over distant <laughs> screws here, but you know, but you know, we're going to yeah. Saguay, or we're go- we're going to all the typical places. This is something that's number one, not really that far away, because I think it's like 300 light years or something like that away. I think it's the furthest star. So a good range ship can get there in like six or seven jumps. And it's just going to be fun. It's just hanging out with your friends. It's going to be ringing. And then, you know, uh, I, I didn't even, I didn't even know this was even a thing. Like I've never even heard of this in my life. And this is a whole different kind of culture. And I love shit. I love stuff like this. So uh, I'm very excited about it. I didn't even think I would be excited about, excited about it until I was really kind of reading about it. The other day, I was like, oh, this is so cool. I can't wait. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, now, Grover, are, are you planning a group uh, get-together for a jump-out as as a group at all? I know with our time-different stuff, it can be difficult to coordinate that, but I'd love to jump out at the same time you do. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I am actually organizing two. One for, like, I work for a, a indigenous university, and part of my job is, like, teaching people about technology and stuff like that. So um, I have about, um, I have a whole bunch of students and teachers and that that I live stream to each week showing creative stuff or creative technology that they can use in their studies. Um, Oh, wow. So I'm going to do that and hopefully get along one of our kind of real knowledgeable people about um, Maori customs and and mythology and and all of that to come along as well and actually explain some of the stuff. So there'll be that side which will be more heavily um, associated with the the in depth kind of cultural stuff. But once they have one uh, with the loose screws people, so it'll be organised through our events uh, space and Discord where I get to jump out with all of you guys and have fun. Like my introduction to real uh, expeditions was through the loose screws. I started, I came across the podcast and it was just before distant screws started. And so I decided to get on board and it's what really sucked me into the game after a couple of false starts (laughs) and just, um, just being part of that community that was going out together and discovering stuff um, made it a really, really enjoyable experience. And, that's why I've kind of stuck around. It's a great bunch of people um, sharing and having the same experiences, even if we're in different time zones. Um, so that kind of thing for me has been one of the real highlights of Elite Dangerous, one of the real awesome things that it allows us to do. And um, I also remember when I was first getting into back into it, I had a friend of mine who helped me get the first ton of meta alloys to unlock Felicity Farsia. So he jumped with me to uh, the Pleiades. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realise it was part of Matariki at that stage. So I've learned a huge amount um, as well. Super and cool. So just um, if, you got, if, the, if we've got new commanders that are just starting to unlock the game or wanted to go on an expedition but didn't want to spend months on an expedition... It could be a perfect opportunity to just dip your toe and see what it's like, um, like 
see what other people are doing and share your experiences as well and also do things like um, I did the other night and just about cracked myself when I tried to uh, hunt out some Thargoids because I wanted to go and see some. <laughs> my, ne- my next question then is, is everybody going to be going in, anac- in an anaconda? Because I saw the starting point is Alpha Centauri, so I assume we're flying out to hunt an orbital, getting a free anaconda, and then starting <laughs> the expedition? Is that I not a thing? It's not to be a must, is not Huh. huh. We, I was hoping. Are we, are we still propagating that 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 uh, truth that there is a free anaconda if you make it all the way off to Hutton? Absolutely. <laughs> he was talking about new players. Free. We want to get them out here with us, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> just, just for the record, don't be like me. There is not a free anaconda out at at out, out of Hutton. Don't be like me. No. It's a fleet carrier. No. <laughs> <laughs> there is a fleet carrier out there, but anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so I know you got signed up on EDSM, so they can go, um, uh, if you go to matarikitikitour.com, um, there is number one, there is a place where you can sign up and join the expedition. And number two, there is information there and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. So help me out here, man. <laughs> I'm redneck. Come on, help me out. The, <laughs> Tawananga Aotearoa. So, Wananga means to study. So, um, and Aotearoa is the Māori place name for New Zealand. So, that's the organization I work for, and they've been really cool in allowing me to use some of their content just to share some of those little bits about the, the nine different stars and what they mean for Māori people. Because each, each of those nine stars in the Matariki, uh, cluster have a different meaning and have a different um, different purpose. That's really cool. Now, one thing I did notice is this thing actually ends in Seoul. Um, a lot of people may not have their Seoul permit. Um, so Yeah. And uh, there was a um, – I was quite aware of that, and I think that's why I started in Alpha Centauri, mm-hmm. is because people that don't have their Seoul permit. So um, – I do have a page on on the web page that we set up uh, just to help people as they're traveling out, they can actually uh, do submissions. And it doesn't take too much of a um, an effort to get your soul permit. I got it by accident uh, myself, just not just jumping around and doing a few missions with people and not realizing what I'm doing. And then suddenly I've got a soul permit and I go, yay. So it, it's not a, it's not a big onerous thing to do, but if you want yeah. some help doing it, there's a page which uh, shares one of the tutorials from the ED Tutorials site that Exegius has uh, set up just to help get your rank up with the um, Federation to unlock that permit. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be people, especially in the uh, Loose Screws Discord channel, that are going to be more than happy to help out people um, who need that permit. But I wanted Most to end in Seoul because I wanted to go back to the place where we look up from and see the Matariki stars um, mm-hmm. or see the stars. So that that was a reason of wanting to end in, in Seoul. Okay. Yeah, and, and I don't know if you, like, a lot of people may not realize this because I didn't realize it until, like, year two I was playing this game when I actually got my Seoul permit. But, like... You can go to Earth in Seoul and then find a star, and it's 
pretty darn close to where you would see it if you were to look outside. Like you can actually find the constellations and stuff from Earth. And it's one of the coolest things about this game is that they were able to to actually map all that stuff really close. And uh, man, I'm 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 super ex- uh, excited about this. I'll be there. Um, if you guys weren't planning to do anything on Sunday, this is something cool that we can do. I think everybody should come. Um, I should have talked about this sooner. I know I know we mentioned it a few times, but we didn't really go into a lot of detail about it. Uh, so shame on me for not doing that. But I was super excited about fleet carriers, and I'm not going to sit here and make it excuses. So, <clears throat> so anyway. what? What uh, for, for the going out with elite people and having fun version of the trip? Uh, when when were you thinking that was going to take place, or do you have a day picked out? Yeah, so I am thinking next weekend, and I was looking at maybe the Sunday because I can. One of the good things about. Uh, we're kind of supporting this is that I'll just stay home one day and play on a Monday um, uh-huh. and say it's out of work. Um, so I am really flexible with the time and I, I think we will organise that with the um, through the Discord channel, but I'll post that up yeah. on the uh, on the website and both update EDSM as okay. well about when we're going to do that. And um, And I know there's been a number of people uh, in the loose screws kind of community that have offered uh, services like sharing fleet carriers if anyone needed it. Uh, so I'm I'm really confident that there's going to be a, a nice little group of group of people that can go out there and have a little bit of fun and um, do a few sites and maybe pick you some thargoids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure Dubs needs hearts. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is really cool, man. I'm I'm pretty excited about this. I think that, uh, you know, it, it's it's funny. We were talking today about. Um, I've been getting a lot of people messaging me saying, "Hey, when are we doing loose screws too?" Because um, distance screws too. too. Yeah, distance screws too. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing loose screws forty five, baby. It's always shit with you. <sighs> There's a freaking dog pooping in my Discord right now. I cannot <laughs> stop looking at that. <laughs> <laughs> Good guy. I blame Chig. I blame yeah, Chig. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, no, I can't. Um, I can't wait, uh, Grover. I, I, a nice little fun expedition. And as Ty said, we've been talking about distance screws too, potentially coming up here sooner rather than later, and hopefully we'll have news on that soon. Yep. yep. We're actually going to have a little chit chat about it tonight after the show to figure out if we were going to do anything or or we're just going to leave it. So. <laughs> But, we'll decide hey, your fate. Yeah, we, we we tend to do that. So, um, so the other thing going on is uh, on July thirty first, um, we have we have kind of loosely put together a. Now, the reason I'm doing on July thirty first is because supposedly right after that is when football starts. I say supposedly because there are a lot of. Things going on right now with uh, virus crap that may hinder us from being able to do football this year. But I say football, I mean American football, not soccer. And yes, it's called soccer. I know the rest of the world, but it's Texas and it's America. And y'all are wrong. So (laughs) uh, I don't literally mean that. But anyway, uh, we're doing the Loose Screws SRV Bowl. We We need a better name. But the plan is we're going to do it. On Midoran Hollow, 
July 31st, uh, 8 p.m. Central Time. That's Texas time. Every other time zones are wrong. Um, the idea is, is that we're going to park, park all of our ships uh, about two kilometers apart, anywhere you want to, as long as we're all about two kilometers apart. And the idea is, is that you, um, I'm going to be flying over it with a canister of leather. I'm going to drop the leather. Whoever scoops it up has to take it back to their fleet carrier. And we're trying or to... their ship. Or their ship, not fleet carrier. I've read fleet carrier on the <laughs> notes we're here. Gonna, we're going to land our fleet carriers on Midoran <laughs> Hollow. Anyway... I got a dog pooping over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to just take it. I'm about to end. I'm deleting this one right now. now. I'm sorry, Jig. I can't stop watching the dog pooping. I can't. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, so so we're going to do this. It's going to be really cool. We'll have everything together. And um, That's not be better. That is not better. <laughs> what is happening? No, damn it. You scrolled it up. <laughs> so on, on, on the 31st, we're landing on Midra and Hollow and playing football. Have you found yes. the, the volunteer to be the photographer and the referee yet? I haven't found a, I haven't found a volunteer for a referee yet, but I will, I will, I, I decided since I'll be broadcasting, I decided I will just hover in my Mark two and be able to film everything. Plus I can do some, like some really cool announcement. Maybe I can get into the, um, uh, Put your announcer know. voice on. Yeah, put my announcer voice on. Like I don't know, I'll come up with something. Like, but anyway. Um, and where are we you, streaming that on YouTube or? Yeah, what are we doing? yeah, we stream okay. it on YouTube, Twitch, all the things. We can't do it on Mixer no more because Mixer was out and uh, went to other ways. <laughs> Good and, riddance. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we'll be doing that. I think it'll be cool, and. Uh, Probably have a few more details next week about exactly how what we'll finalization of rules everything. Um, there will be a prize for the winner. The way you win is you have yeah you have a total of two SRVs. So if you lose your first first SRV, you can go get another one. Um, no shooting each other, only ramming each other. And I'm thinking probably what we're going to, have to do is to do something like you can't actually scoop the um, uh, cargo container. You actually have to scoot it toward your ship until it's until you get it under your ship. That's the only time you can <laughs> scoop it. So, uh, thinking about the mechanics behind it, I'm thinking it's probably so you can't what we're scoop have it until so. it comes time to transfer cargo to the ship. Well, at least under your ship, you know, it's kind of yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. like you got to be inside of the 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 shadow let's, of the ship or however you want right. to put it. You know, let's see how long that canister lasts. Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna bring <laughs> I'm gonna bring a few. So, all right. Anyway. Um, Anyway, so that's the plan. So uh, Sunday, the Matariki Tiki Tour, MatarikiTikiTour.com. And then July 31st is the Loose Screws SRV Bowl. God, we need a better name for that. Uh, new rule. We can't make things until we come up with better names. And we missed the opportunity <laughs> for deep screws. So uh, anyway, a uh, little bit of news about uh, low temperature diamonds. Um, so today, so I, I'm, I'm working from home. Uh, last few days uh, because uh, poop has finally hit the fan at work where they are. We have people in our department that actually have tested positive for COVID and FYI getting a test for COVID sucks. But, but anyway, uh, I find out tomorrow or supposed to anyway, anyway, um, LTDs are 
uh, 1.6 million again. So my fleet carrier is in HIP 4351 around the 10th planet mining uh, LTDs. And I've been out here for, I guess, about three or four days mining LTDs. And uh, when I discovered that they were up to 1.6 million, I decided to make a trek out to the Aliki, whatever hell it's called, system. I can't pronounce it. Just find it on Anara. Um, just look up LTDs on Anara, best sell, and you'll find them. You'll find it. Anyway, it was 44 jumps away from my little 11 light year fuel transfer hose uh, <laughs> type nine. <laughs> I took it all the way out there, sold, made it, made a cool billion. And uh, anyway, yeah, that's, that's, so Dubs was asking me, why don't you just move your fleet carrier? Let me tell you why. So imagine this 10th planet in this uh, 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 triple LTD hotspot is kind of like Walmart. And, <laughs> you know, you know, you got the parking spaces of Walmart. You know, you got the, you got like the, you know, the handicap spaces. And then you have like the, the, the pregnant lady spaces. And then you have the, 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 uh, uh, you know, whatever city you're in, police department spaces. And then you got the asshole parked up on the freaking curb. I'm the asshole parked up on the curb with my fleet carrier because my fleet carrier is like a, I don't know. It's like, it's like on the ring. But it's basically on the ring. Like if, if there was gravity, I could step out from the fleet carrier and drop right into the ring. Like it takes 30 seconds after I launch to get down to the, to get down to the LTD. It's beautiful. It's the best parking spot in the whole damn thing. So someone's going to have to move me out of this thing, which, <laughs> which I probably will end up moving in a couple of days knowing me. I've met me. And uh, anyway, so anyway, it, it, that's why I did the whole great big jump. LTDs are worth $1.6 again. Uh, go sell some LTDs. Get yourself a fleet carrier. It's worth it. This place out in HIP 4351 is wonderful. I've been uh, linking a uh, photograph of the best way to actually mine the triple hotspot. It works wonderfully. Just get out here and do it. It's worth it. Tracks, I think you've been talking about getting a fleet carrier. Um, yeah, I'm close. Yeah. Now I uh, Hate has been talking about getting a fleet carrier. Uh, I'm really close. Yeah. Me and, me and Hate are working on getting them that last little stretch right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, because we need more fleet carriers to, to eat up the bandwidth as far as the performance goes. <laughs> right, but, we need to tunnel some more. Yeah. Speaking of performance, uh, we got some news, I think yesterday or today, that it looks like we are going to get a new uh, pat. I'm sorry, a patch on Wednesday, July 15th, which I was thinking was Tuesday, but it's next Wednesday. Um, and... It does, they haven't given given us patch notes yet. Of course, we'll cover that when they give us patch notes. But, but basically, it says it will contain various bug fixes, and the patch notes will be added to this post on Monday. So, uh, Bruce Garrido m- messaged that on the forums this week. So, um, you know, I, I would hope that we're going to have some bug fixes with the performance things and the dropping things, and please fix the black adder bug. And um, mm-hmm. because I, wa- I, don't, I don't know if you guys watched the stream today, but I watched the stream today and they had a black adder bug midstream. So I'm hoping they fix the black adder oh, bug. Oh, no. So. 
Which brings us to the BGS stuff. Mr. Hate. Do you have any BGS stuff to discuss? Yes. We're working the Kwama system, attempting to push not one, but two factions into retreat. Uh, we have blood on the menu. Uh, the uh, United Ross 310 Progressive Party, which is a very common name in this podcast, as well as the Kung Mu Progressive Party, <laughs> both need to get out of there. So we have a space to get in there. Uh, in addition, uh, at tomorrow's tick, we should be queued up for expansion out of Ross 310 again. And that short 14 light year jump is going to put us right where we want to go, presuming we can get that uh, double retreat done. All right, okay. so so you want us to do what in comma specifically? Like, should we turn in, like, what what should we do there? Work for the com- comma legal LTD and fluff them up as much as you can. They love buying silver from you and a great many other commodities. You can run missions or sell uh, cartographics data. Or over in the Unk Tommy system, there's not one, not two, but three Hazrest sites that get you the Quam Illegal LCD bounties. All right. So. But wait, there's go. more. All right. Hit me. Uh, Pepper Grinder, uh, Mr. McGeek, and several other of our uh, Loose Screws faction members are killing it. Gaining influence over there for us. Uh, and anybody go, that's guys. listening, even if you've never done BGS work and you wanted to come run submissions for the Kwama Legal LTD uh, faction in Kwama, we'd really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, you know, recently we've had a few people join the Discord and we've had some people, um, uh, we actually had some people who looked us up and wanted to join the squadron and didn't even know we were a podcast. Um, and they found yep. out after the fact, which is mind boggling to me, but, uh, I mean, that's cool. But, uh, it's my brain's like, Oh, do they discovered us backwards? But <laughs> 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 Whatever, you know? So, um, yeah, if, if one of the things I've learned recently is that kind of the heart of this game is the BGS because everything kind of works off of it. And I never really did anything with the BGS until about six months ago. And, uh, I had really did not have any idea how intricate it was. And I'm still learning a shit ton about it. And, uh, hate has really, uh, number one, educated me. And number two, he has really, him and his team have really, uh, wrangled in everything and uh pepper grinder nurgle um diva looter i can't think of everybody else i'm sure there's a bunch of people i'm not even thinking of right now uh they've really taken taken the bull by the horns on this thing and uh we've come a long way in a very short time and i'm very impressed with you guys so i appreciate that man seconded why don't we third it? Why don't we ever third things? Like, why don't we go right to second? We should go right to third and then second. So skip anyway. second. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'll right. third it. How's that? All right. Uh, I'll fourth it. Uh, just from the perspective of like someone 
kind of new to to everything. I've been surprised how enjoyable the BGS has been, uh, but I think that's largely down to Nurgle and hate and that, and the organisation and um, the people that are just sharing their stuff, what they're doing all the time. I might be able to go in and do a couple of missions a night and that, but it makes me want to share it just to contribute to uh, what we're doing. And you actually, um, unlike some of the parts where of Elite, where you can feel a little bit alone, you're actually feeling like you're contributing to a larger picture uh, with the BGS. So that's it's really, really cool to get involved with. Uh, a, lo- a lot of that organization that you guys are seeing is Nurgle. Like a lot of that organization you see is Nurgle. <laughs> I have... I have the ability to listen. Don't tell my wife that I listen. I listen when everybody speaks. I know things that you've only whispered in, in the voice comms, and I know them. <laughs> but, like, I've heard, I've heard really engaging questions from people, and I've had to seek down very complex answers, and that's, that's where my, my knowledge base of the BGS has come from, is people asking me questions. Hmm. I, I've learned I a lot. I wish if... that I was actually helping more. I just haven't been in game a lot lately. I'll, I'll get my ass in gear here for you soon. No, you've been too busy in CQC and, uh, you know, uh, swimming, around, swimming around in a river. Yes, <laughs> yes. You know, I think for me, one of the things that pushed me to do is try new missions, some things that I wouldn't have tried before, like uh, interdiction missions and um, and stuff like that. So it's... Uh, there's more to it than just the BGS. It's uh, pushing you out um, out of your comfort zone a little bit to actually try some things. And then that makes me want to engineer my ship a little bit more and go and do some uh, resource gathering and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, it's yeah. just really cool. So, so the gameplay loops overlapping and, and extending each other. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can tell you right now, I've been doing a lot more... I, I think Grover hit the nail, the head on the nail because, like, I've done some things I never even thought about doing in this game. Because um, I had this streak there for a while where I was like, I am not doing anything illegal, and here I am doing illegal shit just for just to hip, just to help out my faction. So, <laughs> I uh, I earned my first notoriety and my second through ninth as well today. <laughs> Blood on the menu, as they say. It would appear we're doing it right then, gentlemen. <laughs> it's just a shame Teflon's not around. I mean, if we're murdering people, he, he should be he here. Was, he was in text chat earlier, and he was, he's Jones in first in the lead. I bet. Yeah, anyway. So, anyway. So, uh, sorry, I, I almost ran into that asteroid. I'm, I'm playing, for the first time in a while, I'm actually playing Elite while we're chatting and uh i should not be playing elite while we do podcast because clearly i cannot multitask so (laughs) anyway um so chig on last week's show notes you had something that says something like um how did you put it? I wish I should have pulled those up Uh, on your discussion topic i had said that it was something that i wanted to yeah he was yelling at his speakers yeah, yeah. Well, so, a couple things. Let's just, let's just Okay, hold on, start. hold on. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, that's a fact. It's Chicha. Where the cheese at? 
We here so, at Loose Screws never end a sentence with a preposition. <laughs> I, I haven't been able <laughs> to play it a few in so weeks. long. Yeah, that was good. I, I know. Like yeah. I love that. I, I actually it. forgot how good that was. Ty <laughs> doesn't treat me right. He just gets rid of my segment all the time. It makes me I do. cry. I do. I'm an asshole. Let me just so, comment on last week's show. Let's, let's just go with that because well, it, it, it was hard to listen to it and not be here because so many times I just want to be like, what the hell are you talking about, Ty? But I just couldn't do it because I wasn't here. <laughs> Let him have it. So, well, first, I, I want to say the interview with uh, Syket and Mal for the win, uh, good stuff. Those are those are good people. Uh, I'm glad that, that that went as well as it did. Now, first thing I got to get on before we talk about the discussion topic last week, you've talked about cheese at the end and you went American cheese. I'm all good with that. But do not say cheese gives cancer. Stop spreading lies. I was, I, I, I was like, that. what were you saying about, you said that if you're going to die you of did. cancer, cheese is probably going to be the cause of it. And I'm like, you can't spread lies like that. If, if, if cheese gave cancer, I would be a giant walking tumor. Just, just <laughs> so you know that. That, that, was, that was the first thing. And then when I saw the discussion topic, I, I like, all right, so he's going to talk about a player economy. This is a great idea. I, I, I like we're, we're going to go with this, especially talking about, you know, credit rushes. And we've been talking about making credits. And, you know, that was controversial enough. Now let's actually start talking about a player economy. That'll get some people uh, torqued off. And then you start talking about just randomly changing the numbers and taking away player wealth kind of, but then that's not what you're talking about. Then you said you had this idea and you talked yourself out of it and then still went with it for the show. I, I mean, I was like, what are we doing here? So, okay. so I, go ahead. All right. So, so let me, so part of the, part of the, part of us, part of me having the discussion piece is that I will, I, I will literally argue with myself. I will come up with, <laughs> we know good, I, I, I will come up with good reasons on both sides. Now, the whole thing here was that when I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, it's a little crazy, but it's not necessarily out of the range, out of, out of the world of possibilities of them doing, doing something interesting with the economy. So I started thinking about, well, what would they do? And I come up with some ideas that don't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. <laughs> but I was really hoping you guys would come up with something that would uh, make a lot more sense as far as how they would change the economy. And, you know, one of the things is, of course, a player-based economy, which is easy to say, oh, well, that's the, that's the, that's the first one to go to. But there's well, a that, lot to well, that. So. Yeah, well, like, I, I can tell that your concept, what you were going with was you think that the biggest difficulty of creating a player-based economy is going to be the disparity of credits between the rich players and the poor players. You know, if all of a sudden you know, we start trading stuff. There's people with so many billions that credits don't matter. So prices will just be all kinds of crazy right off the bat. And that's going to happen. But I don't think just reducing the credits players have and stuff like that's the way to fix it. You just let the free market work itself out. At the beginning, you're going to have people able to just buy stuff because they've got a ton of credits, but then they're going to have stuff they already want and, 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 you know, They'll own everything they want at some point, but you'll still have a lot of players that don't. And prices will eventually kind of balance themselves out. And I think that it'll work out. And uh, combat inflation is you need, you know, credit sinks is what you've got, you know, which a fleet carrier would be. But it, 
it's not really a credit sink in this game because credits really don't have meaning. You know, we've we've talked about that. Once you own every ship and you own a fleet carrier, uh, you know, it, it, credits just don't matter. And I think that adding a player economy where you start moving credits amongst players uh, just gives another play style. Gives us, you know, you've got your tycoon type player who isn't just you know, selling diamonds or doing arbitrage or anything like that. You're actually, you know, exchanging goods and with other players for credits, then credits actually mean something. And, you know, I go as far, and I know it's controversial, is saying selling ships and engineered modules and all of that stuff should be part of the game at some point. Just it's a whole nother level. And I mean, some people like to collect engineering mats. And if they could turn those into credits, then they could end up buying their own fleet carrier because they hate mining. You know, I just, it's just another aspect of the mm-hmm. game that I wish was added. Right. Hmm. Well, I, I f- fear the intro, I still fear the introduction of like being able to buy fully outfitted ships with real money. Uh, but, I also kind of agree that it's that's not the end game. The the ships fully outfitted ships is really not the maximum end game, so maybe that's not that big a deal. I don't know. And I honestly I I, I agree with that. I, I don't want anything purchasable for real money that would affect any kind of competitive balance. So, you know, for real money, yes. For credits, I have no problem yeah. if somebody can goes mining, gets a shit ton of diamonds and wants to buy a fully outfitted uh, uh, Corvette from somebody for a billion, 10 billion credits, whatever it might be. I I have no problem. It's it's on Frontier's side to limit the real world transactions going on. And that, you know, mm-hmm. supposedly they're tracking everything that happens in game and they have statistics, you know, they would just need the right algorithms to see what's fishy and what's not. Sure. Okay. I mean, and wow, you know, buying and selling gold was, you know, it, it happened, but accounts got banned and people had to buy other accounts. And, you know, it's it's always going to be a problem. But this game, unlike a lot of other games, too, is the ship isn't, you know, if you put a new player in a, the best ship you can get and somebody like Dubs will just rip him apart anyway. You know, that's this game is a lot more <laughs> yeah. skill based than than ship grind. That's true. Yeah, this I was looking for the, the right tool. Go ahead, Ty. That's one of the things that I've been saying for quite a while now that um, this game does really well that a lot of people don't really understand or don't really give it credit for is a better way to put it, is is the lateral progression of this game. Um, the ability of this game to to, you know, how do I want to put it, like, like the, the Sidewinder you start off in can do everything in this game. There's plenty of ships that can do it better, but it can, there's, it can do everything in this game. And that's one of the best things about this game. And I don't think it gets enough credit for it when, it, when we come, when we start talking about, you know, uh, Progression, credits, all the other thing. And um, lateral progression in a game is really hard to do, especially in MMO. And people say, well, this is an MMO. It's an MMO, guys. We're there. Mm-hmm. We're, we, we can now trade credits. Right now, we're trading credits to help buy a fleet carrier. 
we're in an MMO. We're there. Fleet carriers did it. Yeah, and that's uh, that's the thing. Is it? It's an MMO, but I don't think it's an MMO RPG per se. Yet. You you can role play if you want, but there isn't that story running. We make it ourselves, so it's really an MMO sandbox. You know, we yeah. just we make yeah. what we want from it, and that's where you know lateral progression comes in because you know if you want to be Han Solo, you get yourself. Uh, a crate phantom and you know yes you could get a better fighting ship you could get something that can haul more you can do all this but you can survive and do everything in this game and you know a mid-sized ship like that and role play that that's what you are or you can be you can be malcolm reynolds and you know you, you, you do role play but it's the players doing it not the game itself yeah and um you know hey you weren't here last week when we talked about it do you have anything you want to add on that man Uh, nope, but I can link YouTube videos that are of a similar <laughs> topic. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, that's stupid prospect Olympic. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> well, I was, I was listening to the podcast last week and when, when it came up and I thought, Shit, that's brave. Um, but yep. actually I think we, we do need some, well, I think everyone agrees that we need some kind of rebalancing um, of it, but I do think that we could be opening up the game a lot more. So um, totally agree with Chig, uh, allowing um, allowing people to buy and sell mats or um, access to engineers. There's a bunch of opportunities that could make that experience a lot richer than just going to an engineer and then grinding for materials and, and stuff. Um, and we've got the systems in the game to do it already. So uh, just reimagining somehow some of those systems are used, I think could, could add a lot. Uh, yeah. That's one thing that they would need to do though, in order to make it actually more feasible is, is have the markets linked though, you know? So if you're selling on your ship, you're seeing what other people are selling on their fleet carriers, you know? Mm-hmm. So if somebody's selling, mm-hmm. you know, that let's data. just say, yeah, just an A-rated Corvette they're selling for a billion credits. You know, it's not even get an engineering or something. They, they piece it together, and then somebody else can undercut it for nine ninety nine or something. You can keep the merge in there where, you know, if you're buying it from another carrier, it's going to take six hours to get to the carrier. You know, you still got to ship it in mm-hmm. as though you're transporting it. But you can buy it from anywhere in the galaxy, and then it, it gets shipped to you. But then you have to pay for that, so then you got to get into the cost factor of that, too. It can become quite the system and some people might say well now you might be looking at spreadsheets in space so you're eve online but that's if you get that deep into just market but i think you know just being able to purchase goods instead of having to go to a nara find the fleet carrier that has the thing for sale for the right price trying to get there before it's not there anymore because somebody else might have bought it you know you got to have a linked market (laughs) that's that's a big step you know if you think about it we're kind of already there anyway you know we've already crossed the line because, I mean, nobody is, is just cruising around to systems and, oh, this seems like a good system I'll sell to. And, you know, this one here, seeing, oh, this other system, nobody's doing that. Everybody's using Inara or, or EDDB or, or whatever website that already has everybody's data cross-linked anyway. So exactly. we're already doing that. Um, and yeah. and I, I'm pretty sure there's actually add-ons that actually link everything together anyway. Uh, 
our, our separate programs that kind of overlay anyway. So I mean, mm. we're, we're already doing these things. So I don't I don't feel like it would hurt the economy that much to to do those things. So well, there isn't even really an economy right now. I mean, I, I thought Tritium was going to kind of be the test bed for player trading, and we'd see how that price would settle and how much Tritium would cost galaxy wide because people would be mining it and selling it. But as long as there are stations selling it from four thousand uh, forty thousand, whatever that price range is. Prices we set on our carriers don't mean shit. You're just arbitraging at right. that point if you're going to buy it and go sell it someplace else. So at, right now, it's not even – there isn't a galactic price set by players. It's 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 FDEV is still setting the prices. You know, So it, it didn't even – I thought it was going to be a cool little test bed, but it, it really didn't turn out that way. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I'm still convinced that we're headed for something with Odyssey. I know they've said we're not headed for a full-blown player economy with Odyssey and all the things, but I still think we're headed for some sort of econ- for some sort of economic change with Odyssey. I don't quite know what that'll look like, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anything else on before we uh, put this topic to bed and move forward? I've got nothing. How about you, Grover? Or hate. No, I was just thinking, would you would you go even further and and include some of the BGS stuff in it and like allow factions to alter their system? So imagine if we work towards getting a fleet carrier uh, construction site at Ross three ten or hmm. Um, yeah, I, I like that idea. That That's sending me down a whole other rabbit hole. I was thinking about the whole BGS thing. Because, I mean, think about this. We've got commodities all over the galaxy that sell for all kinds of different kind of prices. Why do the ships cost the same everywhere? You know, you have your discounted systems, but why are there not cheaper ships in certain systems? I mean, why couldn't we be buying a ship where you can buy it cheap, buy it, fly it to another system and sell it as another profit-making endeavor. and But, you know, that could be tied to the BGS, too. And that's another way to, you know, adjust, you just add another level to the economy. I mean, I could see this whole system where we where we buy a ship, outfit it, load it up on a fleet carrier, take it out to Colonia, sell it at Colonia. I could very easily see something like that, you know? Yeah, I, oh, I've yeah. never understood why the ships cost the same everywhere. Like, everything else has, you know, is different everywhere. <laughs> For simplicity, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they do that because I think they look at that from like a balance point of view, but I don't know, maybe they don't. And just a. You know, it, it, for that matter, the modules all cost the same too. You know, mm-hmm. like there's no difference in modules. So that's that's actually good. And if it was a balance thing, why once you get your first elite, you can go buy ships and modules for cheaper in Shinrata. Why does somebody who should have a lot of credits and stuff also get things handed to them easier? It's, well, it's just weird. Just, that's backwards. just realism. That's how the real world works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, anyway. it's still screwy. seems backwards. Yeah. Anyway. Well, the thing I wanted to talk about this week is we haven't gone through uh, some of our uh, show feedback in quite a while. So I was kind of wanting to uh, go through some of that. So what I did was I pulled some pulled some emails and I went through and actually just pulled out the questions from the emails because some of these are uh, a little rough. And some <laughs> of these, yeah, there's one, you saw the one I'm talking about. And some of these are actually pretty well done. And I just wanted to... Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to kind of go through them. So 
um, as we go through these, uh, we'll we'll kind of comment on them and go from there. Um, on the emails, I purposely left out the names, uh, but on the comments, I don't want to read the names except for a couple of them because I don't want to embarrass or irritate anybody. So, um, anonymized bro, for your pleasure. Well, the other thing is, I mean, if you go look at a, a if you go watch one of the YouTube videos, you can see who commented what. So, yeah. Uh, bruh, every time I hear I don't want to FPS, why do I have to FPS? Then don't be a taxi for our troops. Elite is not a ship, is a universe, and legs come with it. <laughs> I, I'll, well, can I go first? Well said. <laughs> uh, that I, one, that one, I, I think all of us have said we're hoping that, you know, uh, there's more to the FPS side of it than just walking around planets. We've said we've hoped that we could fly support for troops. We've said, you know, a lot of things, but we don't know anything yet as to whether we will get that or not. So honestly, I agree with you. If you don't want FPS, don't FPS. If you don't want to fight uh, Thargoids, don't fight Thargoids. You know, do what you want to have fun with in the game, and and that's where I'm at. Yeah, and, and, and you know, to, to FDev's credit, I have no doubt that they will. Um, I'm a very big believer that uh, while it may not be exactly what we want, I think that they they have three pillars of this game. You know, the trading, uh, exploration, combat. Uh, yeah, they might they might advertise the combat because that sells copies of the game. Flashy. But yeah, I have no doubt that exploration and trading will be something that you can do on foot. I don't quite know what that looks like. Uh, but I have no doubt that there will be something for us to do in both. Uh, hopefully it's not just, you know, like Death Stranding carrying around a bunch of freaking boxes, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing to do with anything you talked about. I just want to see pictures of the guinea pig squeaking in the background. Um, that is actually my girlfriend's <laughs> daughter's guinea pig. Uh, her name is Gwen. She is ultra sweet and very loud sometimes. Um, but I've never been around a guinea pig before in my entire life, but it is super cute. Um, it's in the computer room because come to find out after, uh, we got her this guinea pig, our, uh, girlfriend got her this guinea pig. She's actually allergic to the hay that you have to feed the guinea pig. Oh no. Yeah. So anyway, it has to be in here. So, but anyway, that was, that was shocking. Did not know that one. Uh, uh, I will actually dig up some pictures and post them in the Discord um, or just walk over my phone and take a picture and post it in the Discord later. Um, so, yeah. So, back to the mud, five. Or back to the mud, you can uh, check that out on our Discord. Uh, Alec Turner, shout out to Alec Turner, said, I realize I'm taking a risk liking this before I've heard it. The cheese recommendation could be terrible this week. We've got so much cheese ever since Chick joined. <laughs> it's amazing how much cheese. I, I, uh, I'm actually see. Even Alec Turner was talking about a risk with cheese. He's afraid of getting cancer. I warned you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just started watching. Love the podcast. I kind of wish they could rework combat the way they did with mining and add more things that you can also do with it, like scooping up the wanted guy for more credits. I've I feel like, and I don't want to be like the guy who come up with this idea, but I kind of feel like I was the guy that come up with this idea. But <laughs> if uh, not, you've said been it beating times. the drum for the longest. You've definitely, yeah. definitely keep bringing it back. 
I, I, I think it's a great idea. Um, I am with you. So David the Duck, MD, said, I just got a Cobra and have about two mil credits. What should I fo- focus on in order to get a fleet carrier? Should I be worrying about one right now? How do expeditions work? So first question, uh, don't worry about getting a fleet carrier with two million credits. You got a long way to go. You're just in a Cobra. You just started. Have fun with the game. Focus on having fun. Find, figure out what you do and have fun. You're going to earn money either way. Yeah, there's faster way. There's faster ways to earn money. Just focus on having fun right now. Make Figure a friend. Out what you enjoyed. Make a friend or several friends that have fleet carriers. Use theirs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hop, hop in our Discord, man. Um, if you're not in here already, hop in our Discord. And uh, if I'm not here, if Chick's not here, Track's not here, Hate's not here, uh, Grover's not here, there's. Always somebody, uh, they may not be in voice chat, but there's always somebody in text chat that is always willing to help uh, or answer questions. And should someone not be here because it's like 4 o'clock in the morning, I have no idea what it looks like at 4 o'clock in the morning. I've never been on at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I guarantee you. Uh, you 4, you, you four in the get, morning is uh, prime time. The uh, the UK side of the chat is usually popping yeah. up around then. So yeah, there's rarely a time where nothing's going on. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, even though we are the American Elite Dangerous Podcast, uh, we have plenty of Brits over here. So uh, even though they're in the wrong time zone and they need to come to Texas and be cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good uh, Lord. Uh, yeah. You you achieved me at Texas. Hoorah. Uh, <laughs> man, I'll, I'll always come and hang out with us, man. Uh, uh, right now, just focus on having fun and then the credits will come. And uh, you'll get the ships you want. Just it's more about fun than anything. So um, another comment. I hope I can just go from X56 to my controller when Odyssey comes just for the legs. I hope we can't. I hope that we have to use a mouse and keyboard and shoot around because uh, on the proper way to play this game, on any walking around game is with a mouse and keyboard. You Xbox guys are crazy. So. <laughs> wow. Um, you might say we have some loose screws. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, and Ty I, can I, be found on our Discord most evenings. Just come yell mm-hmm. at him for saying such things. <laughs> no, like, like in all seriousness, I have no doubt that there's going to be – I would imagine it would be just like it, it is when they added the SRV. There will be like a separate set of controls. you got to go in there and map them. And then when we get an update, you'll lose the mapping, and you have to go in there and remap them. But that's fine. It'll be, you know, nah. Um, yeah, everybody talks about losing their, their controllers. I've only ever lost it once. And that's when they moved the installation folder for whatever update that was. Um, but I haven't lost mm. it since. So, But I've talked to plenty of people who lose them all the time, like every single patch. I don't get it, but uh, cool. Never happens uh, to me either. Yeah. Uh, Professor Awan, shout out to Awan. We got to get him on the show one day. He's our, yes. he's our resident canning guy. So, um uh, he says um, he has a, like a whole thing here where we discussed VR, and um, this is kind of a lot to read. So I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll read through it real quick. Uh, I fully understand some people's dismay with the new boots on the ground module won't be applicable with VR, but nobody seems to understand that sitting in a fixed position in VR is an entirely different game than jogging down a hill in VR with a gun. You'd, le- you'd legit have to design two separate games there. Really, nobody outside of Half-Life Alex, which was made for VR, has done a proper VR FPS that involves the touch hand controls. Could not agree more. Uh, 
uh, plus full body tracking joysticks and throttles, etc., which you can also transition from piloting, driving, and walking, which I feel was the writing on the wall from the start of it that Elite was never going to have VR compatibility when feet eventually came, going all the way back to those Kickstarter betas back in the day. So I'm going to stop right there mm. because yeah. all the way back in the beta, Elite had VR baked into it. Uh, I mean, people had people were playing Elite. Now, there were bugs, of course, because it was back in the beta. But people were showing pictures of themselves with uh, like a Oculus Dev Kit 1 uh, playing Elite. Uh, and there were videos floating around of them playing Elite. I'm sure if you dig around on YouTube far enough, you'll find them. Um, so but he, he's I, saying I, it, it. He's saying that the feet, like the FPS right. aspects that were promised back then, he he didn't feel like that was promised to have anything to do with VR. See, so that's that's actually my disagreement, though, is that I think hmm. that they were built in. I think that they had the idea that VR would come along tech-wise, and they would be when they were ready for feet that the VR tech would be there for feet, and it'd be more. Uh, readily available and more accessible for people. But, mm. uh, you know, to be honest with you, uh, when Oculus was sold to uh, Facebook, I kind of feel like their development kind of hit a brick wall. And I don't know if it was lack of funding, Facebook getting in the way, or I'm not a big fan of Facebook, um, or something else, or it's just they just hit a brick wall as far as actual tech goes. But I kind of feel like that they're tech research development side kind of slowed down. Hmm. Uh, so he, he makes a good point, but I don't know. I kind of feel like it was designed with the idea from the ground up. And I feel like this is a situation where either one, they don't have the time COVID has gotten in the way or two, it's a situation where they don't feel like the tech is really there yet. And it could be a combination of the two. I don't know. Hmm. Any other comments about that before I move on? Well, there's more on VR as you read yeah. on, so just continue. <clears throat> he continues, Star Citizen by default doesn't have its own proper VR module yet, even though it has amassed an absurd wallet, so I don't know who is expecting Elite to do the same and get it done as, sol- as solidly while also having it mesh with the base game. Coming from having tested played hundreds of VR games and VR development to the modern era, Frontier would have designed an entirely separate game on top of all they want to add to Elite itself, essentially running two separate games under Elite's flag. Now that that's an of- interesting place to stop right there. Because okay. I, I I I like when when the trailer for Odyssey first hit, so, some people even speculated, you know, it wasn't out very long before we found out that it was just the expansion and, and most people thought that, but there was a brief little thing there where a couple of people go a few people were like, man, could this actually be a separate game in the Elite universe? And mm. I actually liked that concept. That would have been pretty cool to me if it, if if they would have gone that route because then they could have had it you know, without VR but wouldn't affect your progression in the main game, but you could still kind of link your accounts. It would have really been kind of groundbreaking in my opinion if you would have had you know two games in the same universe where you could you know if you went to the starport you could get on your ship and all of a sudden you're flying or you could be just on these specific planets and these social hubs and everything else just playing that version of elite with its own progression and everything else and you could go to other planets without having actual elite dangerous and having to fly your ship you could book a trip and fly to another planet you know that way 
and and you could have had best of both worlds. And then the people that want to continue with Elite and just play VR, just fly their spaceship, wouldn't need the other, the new game. But, you know, we all would have bought it and would have played it that way too. And you would have had these two separate worlds. Because once you get on foot on a planet, the planets are freaking huge. You can do so much that you could have entire gameplay loops and and stories and everything else going on these individual planets and it was just a thought that had crossed my mind when he mentioned that of it having it as a separate game i think that would have been a damn interesting concept so what was the what was the game wasn't it called dust that was set in the eve universe where dust was like a first person shooter and and uh there were some numbers attached to dust but yes okay okay so, so, do, Dust the it, Survival Game? Was it called Dust? No, it, it, it was just for, for something. And it was a, a shooter set in the Eve universe oh, that okay, affected okay. the background simulation, just like yeah. regular Eve gameplay did. Yeah, Dust 514. I just looked it up. Yeah, Dust 514. So, uh, that, was, that was like a, a Battlefield style. Uh, it was set on one planet. Uh, I think. I'm looking at it right now. It said on the planet New Eden, it was directly connected to CCP's uh, Eve Online. Um, so yeah, that was that was the thing. I wonder if that had anything to do with them kind of changing the way. Well, how the the time here doesn't even fit in right. 2013. That's seven years ago. So yeah, so never mind on that idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was just a thought that crossed my mind because honestly, yeah. as you know, we're already looking. It almost seems like this is a separate game being added, but once again, it's speculation of on such little information that we don't know for sure. But I mean, as of right now, it certainly feels like instead of just being expansion, it feels like it's it's adding a separate game on top of what we have now. Yeah. Um, he goes on to say... Um the amount of VR FPS games I played, they only had partial support or no tracking to where you were looking at a flat movie screen. You could turn your head was sickening. Literally, uh, No Man's Sky VR that uses blink teleport for movement would not work in FPS PVP competitive situation. Having player commanders teleporting away instantly would be comical in a gunfight. Well, honestly, uh, let me cut in there, too. A yeah. lot of the games... Uh, first person type games that do allow teleport movement it still uh paths the character from the teleport spot so it still moves to that other spot so they're still yeah, fully yeah. As, visible as the first and person targetable. you sort of like black out for a while it, it, it's well you you don't go like great distances most of the time and, and you have some movement going on but like one example is Arizona Sunshine I play with some buddies and you know it, it that they move quickly and stuff but I mean that game's shit five years old now so you got to figure things have come a long ways and I I honestly think hmm. you know the, the people doing teleport movement some people think that that would be an advantage to the teleport mover I think it'd be a bigger advantage to the people who aren't teleporting uh, yeah I tend to agree um, so you'd have a lot of designing to do for a game that is open world and as many viewpoints as Elite while whilst also having it look professional. I did not put anything against Frontier for not tackling it when other games can barely do it themselves. Uh, Half-Life Alex was developed for a long time entirely from the ground up to be solely for VR and VR hand-touch controls. 
from the beginning, Elite from the beginning of Elite, what they were pitching was a fairly it was fairly obvious that some of the new modules that would be added would not cross over well with VR, unless people expected Frontier to go beyond the current industry in functional VR, which devs are still getting used to these days. Uh, however, as I said before, I understand people's gripes and sadness, but I also feel people are undercutting the immense ordeal it is to get VR working in a completely separate walking format from the game's naturally 100% seated position. Good episode. So, um, this is this is the last thing I kind of <laughs> want to say about this. This is we, we've been talking about VR a lot, and I've been when when I first heard about Odyssey, I was ridiculously excited. Heard about VR, ridiculously disappointed, which is kind of how my whole evolution with fleet carriers was. I was ridiculously excited, really disappointed, and then once they kind of got more information, got into the game, I was I, I love my fleet carriers. It's one of my favorite things in the game now. Um. And that's how it is going for Odyssey for me. I was ridiculously excited, really disappointed, and now I get as I get further along, I get more and more interested in it. For me personally, the more I've thought about it, I don't want to play, I don't want to walk around in VR. I have problems in the SRV in VR, and I never get motion sick any other place in any game or in real life anywhere, but SRVs in VR just make me sick. So I don't really want to walk around in VR. But I still want to be able to fly on the surface of planets in VR inside of my ship. When I stand up and leave the pilot, if I have to swap out and go into uh, uh, a normal mode after that, I'm okay with that. But the seating position of VR or the seating position of flying your ship in still needs to be in VR. And I really hope that at the very minimal, Frontier gives us that. Because that's going to be a really big miss. Because if it's a situation where it's like, you know, you, uh, uh, like right now in VR, you can fly in space. And then you can go onto a, a, a moon, that, a horizons planet, and fly around. And then you get to an SRV or you can get to a fighter. You can do all these things. And then you got to think about how this is going to work in Odyssey. When you get to Odyssey, how's that going to work? Well, what's going to happen is you're going to have these people, you're going to have these planets that are going to be tagged for Odyssey because they're going to have the little Odyssey symbol above them, whatever the hell that's going to look like. And they're going to be atmospheric planets, so you have to have the Odyssey expansion to land on them. There he is. Yep, there he is. <laughs> there she is. She Come is. Down. Hush, pig. Hush, pig. Hush. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, she's really sweet too, by the way. She lets me pet her and stuff. She's my buddy. But anyway, um, she, um, where was I? Oh yeah. So anyway, in VR, if they, when, or, or when Odyssey comes out, they're going to separate these things because they have to, because they don't want, they can't just open it up for people. They're going to have to sell these, co- they're still copies of Odyssey, just like they had to sell copies of Horizons. So they're going to have to separate it out. So, when you are flying down on a planet in v, in in VR and it's a horizon planet, you can do all the things. But I'm thinking that when you fly down on a planet in VR on an Odyssey planet, you're not going to be able to get to the to the surface. Forget about even walking around, just the surface part, just flying over the surface. That's the part that I want in VR. Yeah, that's, well, that, the, that's part the part. That's the part we don't. just we just don't know yet. 
Right. Where the and demarcation is going to be. And if they, if they, if they, if they let me do that, we're good. You're not going to hear a peep out of me, but if they separate mm-hmm. it there, it's going, I mean, I, I will be the loudest. I'll be the loudest guy in the room. Mm-hmm. I think I agree with you. I mean, for, well, for one thing, you know, saying that uh, the SRV makes you nauseated in VR, I don't think that that's the same as walking. Walking is usually a lot more comfortable for people. I'll than, give you that. Yeah. But, you know, you know, but, but it's not nothing. You know, some people just don't have, have a bad reaction to it. But I, I agree. Like, I think I probably will stick around and, and be, you know, as okay as I can be with it if, as long as I can still play the game in VR, but I can't do the people on foot stuff. But if the demarcation is I have to load Horizons if I want to play in VR, I am upset by that. So I'm hoping that the development cycle continues that we eventually get to where we can say, yeah, you can load up the executable in VR, um, right. but like this part of it won't function or something. And yeah, um, you know, and like Awan was saying, it's it's crummy to be in your VR headset but looking at a flat screen projected in your VR world. Um, I don't know. I I would take it to be able to load up the game, load up the Odyssey game in VR and and just switch to that screen when I needed to run around on foot, I guess, rather than having to deal with cuz taking the headset off and switching controllers and all this other stuff is sort of a a pain anyway, so I don't know how that I don't know. I don't know how it'll work. It's not it's not a perfect solution. I would love to be able to use my touch controllers and have room scale VR for running around. Um, I would deal with the nonsense of having to get up out of my seat and make sure I move the chair and peek out under my headset while I rearrange the room, you know. But I can't imagine that is going to be seen as good uh, U- UX, <laughs> you know. So it's hard to believe that they would actually do that as a developer. Yeah, I mean we've we've beaten this horse so yeah. bad. It's it's pulpy and getting smelly at this point. But I, you know, until we have more information, it, it's just more and more speculation. And I'm, you know, I, I'm not like a champion for VR. I love I love playing VR. I barely play elite in VR anymore. So that's not even the side of it. I'm more like Mal for the wind said last week. I, I'm in that camp that like I'm not even really excited about the first person side of it. I don't like running around, you know, I've got other games that I do that in, but if it's compelling gameplay, if it's awesome, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, I just don't see it now, but I was like tracks and, and tie it. I, you know, I, I didn't see how fleet carriers would be. I wasn't overly excited. I didn't really see a purpose now that I have one. I don't see, See how I played without it before, so it's it's you know we'll just have to see how it goes. You got uh, hey you have any, well I guess you don't really have VR you don't really have a dog in the spot do you? <laughs> I I really want all of Odyssey to be good, and I do want the VR, you know at least tools. So even if the walking around isn't VR compatible. I want the tools so that you guys can get right up to that point with your toes at the line, still in your VR headsets. I, I recognize that VR may be the future of gaming, and they could, they could be the team that makes, makes it not a periphery, but a primary. 
You know, it's funny you mention that because, like, I know tracks. I think you picked this game up because of ER, didn't you? Did you not? Well, it was the other way around. Okay. I picked up VR because of this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I kind of, I kind of yeah. did the same thing. Like when I discovered this game was in VR, which was like five minutes after I, I found the game, um, and then I purchased it like I don't know twenty minutes later. Um, yeah, it's it's VR has been like a major attractor for this game for me. Yeah, I wouldn't own this game probably if if I hadn't owned a VR headset. I was looking for a cool VR game, and this one just kept popping up as, you know, this game, you have to see it in VR. And I'm like, God damn it, I got to see this game in VR. (laughs) To me, this is the best VR game in existence. Um. Yeah, there might like I, I, there might be some better that are as interactive as far as like immersive and all that. I don't I just, think there's a better one. how the scale changes. You know, when you're looking at it at a flat screen, and then that first time you put on the VR headset, you're like in the cockpit. It is trippy as fuck. Yeah, you know, I, um, Grover, you have anything on this, buddy? No, I'm I'm a bit like everyone else. It's a bit of a bummer that VR isn't supported, but I, I understand. Currently. Yeah, currently, currently. And and I hope it does get uh, – um, I'm even worse than you, Ty. Like, I get motion sick without the uh, running around in my SRV. So uh, <laughs> I couldn't imagine uh, what checking on a VR headset would do. Um, but, oh, there's nothing yeah. like rolling down a mountain in a, in a SRV <laughs> tumbling. Yeah. Uh, tumbling, oh, my God, that is a trip. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm not too sure um, with the Elite Feet how I'll go if it's a first person. I was hoping that there might be a third person as well because I tend to do a bit more because I'd love to be able to run around. I'd love to be able to play VR. I'd love to be able to play first-person shooters, but something in my mind um, makes me throw up when I do. So um, Mm. I do hope there is going to be that opportunity to engage in in all different ways with, um, with Odyssey. And because um, I'd love to be able to be running um, running fire support or close uh, air support or something if there's a battle. Um, back in the day, me and my mates were playing a lot of Operation Flashpoint and then Armour. Um, a mate of mine would make missions and he'd make missions specially for me to have me as the helicopter pilot. And so I just absolutely loved running around uh, dropping dropping in the, the squad uh, to do their thing while I got up and uh, just did scouting for them. Wouldn't even have a gun. And then when they'd get in trouble, they'd pop the smoke and I'd go and pick them up. It was the uh, best thing ever. Great. Nice. That's great. So I've, I've beat the VR thing to death. Um, I think that we're all kind of on the same page. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see what Frontier comes up with i really hope that uh we have good stuff and i just want to i just want to say this before awan comes in and just makes me feel stupid and uh discord (laughs) i agree with everything you said man (laughs) i'm with you all right yeah that's it roll over chick (laughs) (laughs) no we're we're, in speaking of which we're going to get awan on the show because he's been with uh canon go all the way back to like early days of canon like first first things of canon and uh he's been involved with almost every aspect of the discoveries that canon has made and whatnot throughout the year so 
probably could do a whole two or three part series about the the whole history and lore of things because yeah. he's got some really really cool stories he tells. Yeah, he and, he's uh, shared a lot of good stuff in Discord, and he's very active with us. But like I said, if he comes, if we have him on the show, and I, I've been supporting the idea of having him on the show for sure, is I want yeah. a specific topic so I can research it for a month ahead of time so I can have <laughs> something to say while he's talking. Yeah, just, um, just saying. I, I'm, I'm, I got a few ideas. I've been trying to think of a good idea before I just talk to him and get him on the show, but we'll we'll go through that. Anyway, um, where was that? Oh, yeah. The next part here are... So what I did was we get we get some hate mail and we get some positive mail and we get some questions. So I went through and went. I, I grabbed a piece of hate mail. I grabbed a and these. You can always email us at loosecrewsquestions at gmail dot com. Um, I respond to all all of our email. If you email me, I will respond to you. Sometimes it takes me a while, but I will respond. I even respond to hate mail. Uh, sometimes I respond funnily. Sometimes I respond whatever, but I, I actually respond to these. Some of the, I don't always share these with the guys, especially the hate mail parts. So I, I want to go through a few of the positive ones, a few questions people had, and a few recommendations. Anyway, so I'll, I'll just go through these pretty quick. Here. And then close out on the big negative ones and our jaws will all hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I normally just at you in Discord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get it? Because uh, hate. Yeah, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Took me a sec. I'm a little slow, man. Um, Want to say how much I enjoyed the interview with Bruce and uh, Benedetti. However, I really wish you guys would have asked the community for questions. Now, this was actually not a direct quote, but I've gotten a bunch of people email me and a bunch of people yeah. uh, 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 message me on Discord. Yeah, it's a very common thing. Um. I have a plan on this and I'm cooking it right now. Uh, I will tell you guys about, I'll tell the crew about it after the show. Uh, but uh, I think I want to do this a little closer to Odyssey because a lot of the questions people have sent me, because what, like this email here actually had a list of questions with it. It's all Odyssey stuff and we can't even talk about, well, we don't know shit about Odyssey, but Bruce and, and Benedetti, they can't talk about Odyssey yet. So. Um, like yeah, even we, if we asked them, like they they can't answer. We had a bunch of questions for Odyssey, and they couldn't answer them. So right, so we 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 clear. We want to make sure that the conversation is going to flow and be good. So we don't want to like go, hey, what about this? Oh, I can't talk about that. Oh, I can't talk about that either. And like those those aren't as much fun. They stop the thing dead, and and they leave you with an hour of content that isn't content. It's a lot of uh bouncing around back and forth. So. We'll avoid that by we just sort of like discuss what we're going to talk about in general and maybe a couple of specifics and stuff like that. So where we can, I would love to farm questions from people because I don't want the responsibility yeah. of thinking of all of them. Yeah, I think Maybe. next time we'll definitely, you know, post something saying, hey, we're going to be doing we've got an interview with some uh, not devs, community managers coming up. You know, anybody have any ideas that you want to ask? We may or may not use it, but we are we are restricted in what we can and cannot ask. So, yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, so here's here's a piece of hate mail. Um, do you even play this game? Payouts are fucking stupid for bounty hunting. <laughs> Get your head out your ass and play the game you talk about. Why did they talk to you uh, that way, Ty? That was literally an email from a particular person. Um, 
when we did the whole bounty hunting uh, payout yeah. thing. Uh, That's magnificent. It was, direct, it was directed directly at me, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> I find it hard to believe. It's so uh, fun. I, I, I was, I was the one arguing with you guys. <laughs> It's so well, great because you, 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 you guys were like, "Oh me. man, yeah. b- bounty hunting should pay more." And I let you guys talk for quite a while, and I was like, "Oh, they're going to ask me sooner or later." Sure, what do you think of this tracks? So I was like, "Well, I think you're all wrong." And then, <laughs> sure enough, hate mail, hate mail, hate mail coming right at Ty. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude. Hey, not only Ty, we we had our good buddy who let us all have it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Well, yeah. you know what? I will. I'm going to take this advice. I'm going to start playing the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna commit. I've really I feel like this is a this is a good note. Good note, man. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna become better. I'm gonna become a better uh, podcaster by actually learning a little bit about the thing I'm podcasting. Well, about. make sure so you thank get your you head on your ass first. Yeah. Oh, that, I don't that know was if step I can, one. I don't know if I can commit to that right away. We'll see. <laughs> okay. We'll see. we'll one take this in stages. Yeah. Right. Make make sure your stitches are all the way healed up before you get your head in your butt, though. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm doing I, well, I, everybody. I, I, I this story didn't happen on the podcast. I I got stitches in my face on the Fourth of July, uh, but I'm doing much better. Thank you. Oh yeah, I, we did not do what would what have we been That's up fine. to? That's because I don't want to have. To, I don't want to talk about what I had to do. I yesterday. really thought so. that No Hate was referring to the stitches you'd have to have put in your ass after your head was no. removed. Okay, gotcha. No, okay. mega short version. Yeah, my my new puppy uh, was. We were playing, and she hooked a fang into my lip ring and pulled it right out of my face. That's why you yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Well. All right. Say whatever you want, but the point is, musician. It was Jesus. in the emergency room. It's fine. It's fine now. <laughs> eh. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Uh, um, I think the idea about changing payouts is great. Give more interaction with the game. Um, I, I This was basically in response to the whole, um, uh, you know, go. B- bounty go hunting escape pods ba- and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Or the, the idea I had about the, uh, uh, exploration thing where you discover an earth like world or something that's terraformable you go back and get a mission um yeah and you know and you know you, you do all that which um there was a much larger email that went with the whole that's a great idea and they had a bunch of really elaborate things and mm-hmm. while they're great ideas i wasn't there reading them I'm like they will never be implemented because the programming behind that must be ridiculous so um but it was it was good stuff. You know, I would love to see it all implemented, but I don't know if we ever could. Uh, well, you know, we'll never run out of ideas. Right, right. I do though. But anyway, <laughs> uh, could <laughs> could Ty do another hardware? There's a pig. Uh, could Ty do another hardware recommendation like he did in December? So I originally was planning to do one in June. Uh, but I held off because I'm kind of waiting for the new NVIDIA cards to come out. I don't recommend anybody buy a new computer rig right now because uh, we are, I think COVID has pushed everything back, but we are weeks, months away from the new NVIDIA cards coming out, and that will inevitably mean that the 2000 series drops in price and the 1000 series drops even further in price which would be a great time to buy one of those cards that'll last you about five years. Um, so that's my plan. Yeah. yeah. Um, and 
uh, I don't know if I will buy a new 3000 card. I probably will not, but, um, yeah, I, I, uh, you know, Chig, you have a note here that says you wanted to uh, this discussion also. Well, uh, Mio, Mio and Trex, we all know our computer stuff a little bit, but uh, the gist of it right now is let's wait and see what the price point of the 3000 series cards is going to be. Let's see, you know, when they're going to be released. Let's see actual benchmarks instead of some of these rumored benchmarks we're seeing. And then oh, we can wow. definitely... Uh, have a talk one night and see if anybody actually wants to argue for AMD over Intel or the other way around and, and price to, you know, uh, performance benefits and stuff like that. I, I think it would be a great talk. Problem is, is we're just in that dead zone right now. Like you said that, you know, they're coming out very, very soon. So. Yeah. And to be clear, we have this little dead period every year with computer hardware but this dead period has gone longer than normal. I think pretty sure that's related to COVID stuff. So, yeah. It could um, be. The next one is uh, I'd like to see more hardware recommendations or breakdowns. Maybe let him, referring to me, do a few how-to videos and things. I don't want to do a how-to video. <laughs> about, <laughs> uh, number one, I run a little side business of building computers. I don't like telling people all the little tricks I do to make things run awesome. And number two <laughs> is... Um, uh, I, I I don't like to be videoed at all. I don't like to be photographed. Just so. uh, uh, tell us what you want to video about, and we'll link either a Linus Tech Tips or a Jay's Two Cents for you to watch. Right, yeah. exactly. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's it's done already, and it's good. So it's like, as far as general tips, which is what they would have to be if we were doing them on the show anyway, um, yeah. it already exists on YouTube. Um, could Chig recommend, and here's the thing, if there's a, something specific that you want to know how to do, you can email me and I'll tell you how to do it, or I'll link you to a video on how to do it. Uh, I'm not going to be like the jerk that says, oh, I'm not going to keep all that, but like just general videos like that, I, I'm, there's, there's people who talk way better than I do and look good on camera. So, uh, they would, they would do a much better job than I would. So, uh, but yeah, I, as far as hardware goes, I'm really good with hardware. That is not a joke. Um. But anyway, um, next thing is, uh, could Chig recommend a good cheese guy or a website? Um, well, we a could cheese get website? A, we could get a hold of Stephen Benedetti if we can ever beat his cheese guy out of him. That would be great. Um, I don't. Actually, I don't we have tried a, to get his cheese guy. I know so. and he wouldn't give it up. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I I don't even have my own cheese guy. I I border Wisconsin, so I can just go across the border and there's all kinds of cheese places all the time there. And I go there. And as far as like a cheese website, I don't know. I just Google stuff. So that's, that's where I would go. <laughs> we actually got that one today, by the way. So interesting. Um, so um, a lot of people leave comments on our YouTube videos. I rarely read comments on YouTube videos because uh, that's a, um, and I know you can turn them off, but I'll leave them on for specific reasons. Uh, but if 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 you want to get a hold of us, the easiest way to do it is Discord. You can always get a hold of it, hold of us in Discord, or you can email loosegrooves at gmail.com. Like I said, I respond. If if you message me in Discord or if you email me, I, I respond to everybody. Uh, sometimes it is delayed because I do work and have a busy job and and uh a life outside of, of podcasting and, and uh, video games, but I uh, I do respond to every single one. 
Um, so if you if you have a question about something, um, I may not know, but I can tell you who the hell to talk to. So um, I and, do sometimes uh, look at YouTube comments, but I don't get alerts for them. So it's sort of like if I happen to look at it, um, but it's not reliable. So <laughs> I forgot if we you're hearing this my to voice. YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, if you're hearing my voice, probably don't comment on YouTube if you want me to see it. Yeah, um, probably what we're going to do pretty soon is set up a like a like a uh, some way that you can get a hold of individual ones. The best way to get a hold of any of us is always on the Discord. Um, I think yes, everybody, sir. but I think everybody, but but Chig has a has a Twitter, but I rarely look at Twitter. I don't like social media crap, guys. I'm sorry, I'm not that guy. So I'm an old man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's all I got uh, for this week. Does anybody have anything that they would like to talk about before we wrap this show up? Uh, yeah, we got two fleet carriers to rename. Oh, yeah? Well, yeah. You know, you're, you you're allowed yours? to rename yours, and I'm sitting on mine, setting a buy order for Tritium. Oh, yeah. Did you ever get on mine and get get some dollars? I haven't yet. Well, I told you I would donate, uh, what did I say, half a billion? Yep. So uh, I'm not sure how much money you got, but uh, I'm not coming to you. I'm not leaving my parking spot. I don't expect <laughs> you to leave your parking spot. I will be down there shortly. <laughs> I am up on the curb, damn it. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, congratulations on the fleet carrier, man. That's awesome. Um, that's your that is a toolbox that you can take anywhere, and it's it's the best thing until you get a really good parking spot like I got, and then you don't ever want to leave it. So, yeah. Um, Chig, you wrote down a couple of things here. Uh, Tom Hanks turns sixty four today. Sidebar here: I am officially ridiculously old because Tom <laughs> Hanks is sixty four. Good Lord. Uh, wow. Funny story. He shares the birth month with my father. So yeah, he's four days uh, older than my mom. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. My mom's birthday is uh, Monday. Same year. So what is that ghost there? Is that the movie Ghost, That's with, Patrick the movie ghost and- with Patrick Swayze? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the year is just I don't know what kind of typing I was doing there. I think it was I think it was 1990. Yeah, yeah 1990. 90. So that's yeah, uh yeah. 30 30 years. And I I'll, yeah. it's not the best of Patrick Swayze's movies, but you know, we all know that's Roadhouse. But Roadhouse, yeah. Uh, I, th- I, it, I thought I'd I'd mention that one because that was um uh you know, out you know, as of Monday, that'll be 30 years old. And then Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome was, and that was supposed to be 1985, I believe. I wonder so. what the hell you put down there, man. Yeah. yeah I think so, I was typing on my phone. That was my favorite Mad Max movie out of all of the uh, Gibson. 80s Mad Max. Yeah. yeah, out of Gibson. Now, the Fury Road is my favorite Mad Max out of all of them. Uh, Fury Road. Fury Road is the one of the few perfect movies in existence. It's a perfect movie, y'all. If y'all haven't seen Mad Max Fury Road, what the fuck are you waiting for? Go watch it three times in a row. Good lord, it was okay. It was fine. It was okay. I like I like the uh, Road Warrior. I think was my favorite. 
it was at this point Ty started looking for two new hosts because (laughs) (laughs) it was it was good. I but see I didn't see it until after it was hyped up so much that by the time I saw it I'm like eh it was okay. It wasn't the greatest movie ever made. It was it was perfect. It was a perfect movie. I loved it. Perfect (laughs) movie. I did not say a single boob in that movie. There's no way it could be the perfect movie. So, um, I think Grover had to step away, but um, once again, the uh, uh sign up for the expedition, starts on uh, Sunday the 12th, and go do it. It's fun. I'm going to do it. I think everybody should do it. We're going to have a good time with it. Um, uh, if you don't want to do that, go help out over on Kama. Do all the things for the BGS stuff. If you need orders there, check out the Discord for the orders there. And I think that's actually going to wrap it up. Um, LooseGrewsED.com is our website. You can get all of our contact information there, link to the Discord there. Please join us there. You can email me there. You can email me stuff about pulling our head out the ass. You can email me gifts like... um, Chig does of dogs taking a poop and a rhino taking a poop. <laughs> Please don't actually do that. Uh, <laughs> Good God. And uh, go watch Fury Road. It's a wonderful movie. And that's all I got to say tonight. Chig, take us out with some cheese. All right. I'm going to go with this week uh, because of our guests last week, Mal for the win with his sharp cheddar. But uh, I like the psych it when he asked her favorite cheese. There wasn't even a second's hesitation. She just said brie, like instantly. So I'm going to go with that as the cheese of the week. Um, that's another French cheese from the brie region. You know, I've never been to France, so I assume it smells like, never mind. Um, brie is a very, very interesting cheese. If you don't, if you've never had it, it's the one on the platter that looks just not quite right because the center is like this. Uh, gooey, creamy cheese, and it's got this rind around it. And a lot of people don't know if you should eat the rind or just eat the gooey part. Eat the whole damn thing. Most of the flavors in the rind part. So you just gnaw that shit down. So brie is the cheese of the week. If if you can find it, and you know your local uh, Whole Foods or something, you're probably gonna get fresher stuff than your normal grocery store. But uh, go get some brie, man. Stay cheesy, everybody. <laughs> Ooh, Jerry random, else, random. Oh, yeah, Jim Jeffrey's new comedy special on Netflix. He's got a whole cheese thing that he goes off on. Basically, that go watch it. Jim Jeffrey's just I throw that out there. Yeah, he's pretty funny. He had that show on Facebook. He's hilarious, good, man. He did really weird. Anyway, all right. Check. You got anything else, buddy? Uh, no, sir. Uh, right. Stay loose and screwy. All right. That's all we got, guys. Oh, hey, you're in here. I forgot. You got anything else, bud? I don't have anything. All right. Um, anyway, that's about all I got, guys. See you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Good night. Good night.